Welcome to Why Though the Podcast. <laughs> we did it. That Baby. was amazing. Hello. Hello, Lizzie Acker. How are you today? I'm pretty good. That's me. I'm Lizzie Acker. I write an advice column for the Oregonian Oregon Live. And I'm a reporter. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. And I'm Destiny Johnson. And uh, I also work for the Oregonian. I'm a social media producer, which means I write things for the internet and make a lot of social graphics. And I'm helping Lizzie turn her advice column into this very podcast that you're listening to with your ears right now. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, this is our fourth installment of Why Though the Podcast. Why Though the Podcast, absolutely. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. I'm happy to be here. How are you? Fresh off the Oregon Shakespeare Festival? Yes, I went to the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. For work. Last week. For work. Was that last week? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. By the time this podcast comes out, people can read my story about it. Perfect. Just coming out this Friday. And... So it's not a spoiler to say, absolutely loved it. I love that for you. <laughs> too. We were having a little offline conversation about how amazing theater is and how yes. everyone should engage in it if they can, because they what should. a cool thing. Yeah. And I think um, I was thinking about this, like, what? I had such a good time, and, you know, I love my fa- I love my family. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love my family. <laughs> um, but it was like, I was like, telling someone about it yesterday, I was like, I got to work from, like, 6 a.m. to midnight. She was like, that's not a vacation, Lizzie. And I think what it was, though, is I got to focus on one thing Mm -hmm. from 6 a.m. to midnight. I was there to do one thing. I was originally supposed to write multiple stories about different things, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on the one thing. I really focused in this way that is so satisfying. (laughs) I love that for you. I paused because I was like, I guess I've never thought about that as a luxury before, Mm. because I don't have to care about the well-being of any other person. Yeah, it is um, Especially a tiny person who's, yeah. like, at all times just trying to not survive. Right, <laughs> right. As all children like are. Like, running into traffic. Yeah. yeah. Like, who needs to be fed and watered mm-hmm. and bathed. Yeah. And, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really glad for you, and I'm yeah. glad you had a great time. I, I've not been out, but you make a really compelling case about why I should go. Yeah. So. And also Ashland is adorable. It had real Palm Springs vibes. The place that I was staying, I was, like I said, working basically from 6 a.m. to midnight um, in a fun way. <laughs> but there was a pool that I only swam in once for like five minutes, but it was like kind of a 70s-ish vibe, and it was, it's a beautiful place. One downside is I had to drive down I-5 for five hours. There's not really a good public transit option. There's Greyhound, but it's not my favorite public transit, and I love public transit, and I don't love Greyhound, sorry. Um, but, yeah, it's just absolutely beautiful place. Well, I love that for you, and I wish that I had something as exciting to share, but mm-hmm. um, Portland put off all Pride celebrations until next month, so I'll just be sitting here. With that lovely eye makeup. Thank you so much, um, and, uh, yeah, just waiting for for that to happen. I so. mean, it is a bummer that it's happening later in some sense, but it's going to be a lot warmer. However, that that's like a that would be a usual thing, but I'm like, oh, actually, it's about to be 90 degrees today. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and <laughs> it's also, pretty warm. Maybe it'll be too hot in July. Oops. And also, um, me and the sun, <laughs> sometimes um, a little adversarial, but I do appreciate that it will be a little bit warmer, especially for all the performers, so they can mm-hmm. wear their cute little outfits. Anyways, I'm very yeah. excited. Um, I'm glad you had a good time. Me too. But we're here for advice. We're here for advice, you know. We're here to get down to business. Down to business. And boy, do we have some business today. Business. 
Um, if you're ready, Lizzie, I'm we ready. have Lay it on me. a great submission, a great question, a great conundrum mm-hmm. from someone known as Stuck. So you know it's going to be good. They're stuck. They're stuck. All right. Stuck says, Dear Lizzie, I have a great life. Okay, Flex. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a great life, a wonderful family, but sometimes I get an obsessive loop of thinking about a person I was in love with a long time ago. I don't know why I can't get them out of my head, and sometimes I want to call them, but if I did, nothing good would come out of it for either of us. We aren't together for a reason, and yet there are days when I am basically overcome thinking about the past and a hypothetical future that didn't happen for us. How do I stop and live in the moment? Stuck. Whew. Stuck, I'm so sorry. Yeah. What a conundrum. Well, I am sorry and I'm not sorry because you have a wonderful life. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, wonderful, a wonderful, sorry, family. a great life and a wonderful family. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is an interesting question. I... Um, I have to think about it for a second. No, <laughs> I I knew what the question was going to be. Okay, I I'm thinking about it. Pulling back the curtain. Pulling a back bit. the curtain. A little bit. <laughs> um, it says, "Dear Lizzie," so it probably came to me. Yeah, Lizzie um, does get these questions first, <laughs> and then gives them to me, and I just throw them at her like they're new. This <laughs> <laughs> is a fun. This is a fun little behind the scenes for you. Yeah, you know, behind the scenes, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, I think that it's interesting because the older you get, this this person. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I'm 40, and I remember maybe even like two years ago, someone said something about someone who's younger than me and called them middle-aged. I believe it was a young coworker of ours calling Adele middle-aged, and I was like, what? I heard about this controversy. I would never call Adele middle-aged. This person I know and love deeply. Uh, she's a young person. Uh-huh, she's younger than me. <laughs> so Maybe we'll have her on the podcast yeah, sometime we should. and ask her to explain herself. Yeah, she um, be Gen Z versus millennials advice cast. Um, anyway, what I'm saying is that at the time, I was horrified, and now sometimes I'm like, I guess I am kind of in middle age. You know, like, if I live to be 80, I would be super stoked, and I'm 40. I mean, I hope to live to be 120, but, like, that's might be a little bit beyond. Oh, no, I was making that face because I don't want to live that long. Okay, well, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, my grandmas both lived to their 90s. I would I would be happy oh. to live to my 90s. Um I'd be, you know what? I'd be happy to live to fifty, to sixty. Every day yeah, is a gift. Yeah, I'm looking to next year. <laughs> yeah. Every day is a gift. But um, I do think the older you get, like sometimes, maybe there's something about being forty or being that age, around this age, where um, when I was thirty, I basically had a breakdown of some kind. <laughs> I went on a bit of a bender for like a year, um, emotional bender and physical bender, um, different ways. But I don't know, like. At least for me, I'd say. The older I get, or maybe at this point in my life, sometimes I, I do this. I think about, not like in this ex- extreme way, but like I think about something that happened in the past. And I guess I'm not saying this very clearly, but the older you get, the fewer choices you have left in front of you. It's like every choice you make, is, or sometimes the choices you don't make, are paths that you go down. And there there is no hypothetical. You know, there is... Maybe, sure, the multiverse exists <laughs> in the Marvel world, but in the real world, um, you make a choice and that's it. And then you go down that path. And um, so all of the other choices that you didn't make are these total hypotheticals. And so in your mind, they can be amazing. You know, they can be like, 
even if you have a lovely life, like, oh, what it, it could have been so much better. You know, like when you're before you go to college or before you graduate from high school or before you hit middle school, you know, everything is ahead of you. But when you're 40, you know, a lot of it isn't. <laughs> There's a lot of things ahead of you. There's a lot of things. I have a really good friend who just like decided to move with their family to a, a foreign country. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool that you can decide to do that in your 40s. Like, completely change your life. But sometimes it feels like there is no more choices, and you've made the choices, and you're here. And I can see why sometimes um, in those situations you look back on something that happened, and it's easy to, like, imagine it in a different way. Or And especially, you know, I'm married. I think this person is possibly married. They say a wonderful family. You know, marriage is, like, a lot different than dating someone especially dating someone for a little while and having, like, an intense romance. I love my husband a lot, so please don't get this wrong. But it's just, like, it's a totally different experience. Like, um, this is what I do whenever I think about something like this, like an old relationship or something that didn't work out. I'll be like, I didn't even know how that person washed the dishes. I don't even know, like, how they chewed, you know, like, in a long-term sense. Or, like, would they expect me to do their laundry all the time? Or, um, you know, I don't know anything about them. So it's easy to put a fantasy on top of that. And how do you get out of it? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I am um, 30. <laughs> um, so I, and I'm also single mm-hmm. by choice. I guess everybody's kind of single by choice, but I, I don't really spend my time socializing in, in that way just because mm-hmm. I don't feel like it. Um, Great but, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm also like a, an incredibly logical person, lo- yeah. to a fault, I would mm-hmm. say, yeah. for sure. I, I've never really lived in an ideal world or uh-huh. in a way that I look back and I'm like, well, what if? I don't really what if. Mm-hmm. Again, to a detriment, right? I just think that as we age, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and I've even experienced this, you know, as a former version of you, you know what yeah. I mean? Like as a younger yeah. person, like I, I, I've noticed that as you get older, people like lose a lot of their whimsy, right? Mm-hmm. They feel like they've closed these doors. They've made these mm-hmm. decisions. They're working people. They're doing like sometimes it's okay to just like paint rainbows on your face if you want to. <laughs> or move. She has rainbows on her face right I sure now do. for the listeners at home. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm rocking some pride, pride makeup. You can see it um, on it's my awesome. Instagram. Anyways, um, thank you so much. Um, people, I think, feel trapped. Get Feel right. trapped and it makes them feel cagey mm-hmm. when the reality of the situation is that, like, you can change anything you want. Right. You really can. If you wanted to blow up your wonderful life, your great life, yeah. and do something completely different, you could do it. Mm-hmm. Would it be difficult and scary? Right. Absolutely. Right. Are you it, Stuck is not suggesting that this is what they want right. to do, but I just mean, like, you don't have to live in the hypotheticals when you can, mm-hmm. ha- and you have the autonomy and control in your life mm-hmm. to make it how you want. Yeah. And I think kind of if you're feeling cagey or you're looking back with this idealistic view of this person, mm-hmm. I think you got to look around you and wonder why. That's a really good point. I think you're right. I think, like, I think that you're using this other fantasy story to um, as a way of d- 
dealing with something in your current present life that is making you feel stuck, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, why are you stuck? What are you stuck in? And um, it's true. It's like, it's really, it's really all up to you and your brain. You're, you're in charge of your experience. And, you know, I, I don't know where I saw this recently, but I, I think you kind of hit on something I thought, maybe this is an interesting idea. Like, what if this person actually in their head, just totally in their head, really took it to the extreme limit? Like, think about what would happen. What if you called this person? What if you rekindled a relationship? What, what, you know, like, how would that affect your life? And I think that the devastation of that, you know, might bring you back and remind you what it is in your life now that is a great life, that is a wonderful family, you know? Like, um, part of what, you know, when we get older, part of the closing down of the choices is that there's more people that really depend on you. Mm -hmm. And you made those choices, Mm -hmm. probably, hopefully. Um, And those are people you love. So, um, I don't know. And I also think, I don't know if this is related, but I was just talking to Destiny about when I was in Medford, I saw three people that I haven't seen for two of them 15 years, one of them 10 years. And I was reminded that, like, I kind of love these people, you know, and not in a, these are not romantic people. But, um, so I understand that we can, we can love people in a sense. Like, you don't have to be like, well, I'm married now. I'm never going to think about this. Like, it's bad of me to think about this. Or, like, I don't care. Like, I don't know. I'm, like, done with that person. And if I'm not completely done with that person in my heart or something, I don't know if I'm doing this, if I'm saying this right. But I think it's possible to, like, have had these relationships in the past and remember what was useful to you about them and what you loved about that person. And and you don't have to cut it off completely in your heart or whatever just it's possible to love like a million people infinity people at the same time and that person you're not with that person for a good reason Mm -hmm. but you can still remember what was good about that relationship that's okay I mean don't like I don't think you need to beat yourself up about that and I, I guess it is not, I mean, it's kind of related, but like, yeah, these people I saw, I was like, oh yeah, I love these people. It's great to love people, you know, to have these relationships in your past. And another thing about the older I get, I'm like, I have moved a lot. I've loved lots of people in lots of different ways. And that adds like a richness to my life. Yeah. I was going to say like, uh, the idea that relationships, even though they're over, um, live in stagnation in the past, I think is, yeah. is almost a little naive. Like every mm-hmm. person you come into contact with, every person that you love and who has loved you has changed you in some way. Right. You've allowed it in some ways. And if you sort of think about it, I think you'll find you subconsciously allowed it to change you in other ways. And I right. think that is a really good way that we can honor some of the relationships that don't serve us now. Right. Because they're, I think everybody can attest to relationships from when we were younger, no matter if it's friendship or romantic or even sometimes family relationships, um, maybe don't serve us now as an adult person who has changed in the way that we've changed and Mm -hmm. and you've chosen the doors that you've opened and closed the ones that you closed. And, um, but I think honoring your younger self by looking back and understanding how it helped you to be this person who you are now that affords you this great life and this wonderful family, I think is, is a good practice in gratitude 
Mm -hmm. Um, I'm somebody who has a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. And when you think, oh, she has a lot of anxiety. No, no. I need you to think more. (laughs) I'm very heavily medicated. Um, And because I have a lot of anxiety, I can definitely sort of panic about the correctness of how I'm presenting myself in the mm-hmm. world. You know, like sometimes like anxiety will really cling on to these ambient things mm-hmm. and make them bigger than they need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're feeling quote unquote stuck, I think as everybody has felt at some point in their life right. in some way, like you you can start to really anxiety spiral about what that means about you. Like right. I'm a bad person for not yeah. appreciating the stuff around me. And I think a really easy way to take a step back and take a deep breath is to do like a little bit of a gratitude exercise. Yeah. It might sound silly to some people, but just to think of the things that you're thankful for can just really flood you with amazing feelings. Right. And then you're like, wow, like this is great. Mm-hmm. And not only is it great, but you did this for you. Right. And because you ended up here, it had to do with the choices that you made and the right. people that are in your life or aren't now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, the older you get, or the not even the older you get, but you know, choices making choices is hard, mm-hmm. and it did create you making choices or not making choices. Sometimes <laughs> not making a choice is a big choice. Absolutely. And um, yeah, if you can, if you can, kind of like step back from yourself and be like, I made these choices for a reason, and maybe my reason is different now, but you know, where you are now sounds like a great place. And just because your mind is thinking something, another thing that, or just because you feel something doesn't always mean it, doesn't mean it's true, Mm -hmm. you know, but I still think you should allow yourself to feel that feeling and take the information from that experience of feeling, a feeling that is useful to you and critically engage with it, critically engage with your feeling. Don't be like, it's true. Therefore, you know, X, Y, Z, I must blow up my life or something like that. Instead, you can be like, huh, I'm feeling this feeling, experience it, and then, you know, think about it. Why am I, I think we discussed, we already talked about this, like, what is it that's really making you feel stuck? Because, you know, you don't have a relationship with this person, so any relationship you have is totally made up in your head. Um, And a made up relationship is really easy to control in a way that a real, in life relationship is not. Um, so yeah, think about it. Just, I feel, I feel like the answer we're giving is a little vague, but I, I do want, like, want this person to not hate themselves, not like beat themselves up and know that they can feel these feelings without it really like meaning too much, you know, like, I don't know. Life is really long and, and if you're feeling also like you're in, incredibly short, and so incredibly like, short, yeah, I think you make such a great. Sorry to me. No, 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 no I love it. I, I think you make such a great point. It it, it is so hard mm-hmm. to actively and like in the moment analyze your own feelings. Right. It feels sometimes so icky, yeah. especially when you're having like stuck, maybe mm-hmm. having these thoughts that you think, oh, I shouldn't think this. Yeah. Oh, it's bad that I think mm-hmm. this. I, how do I stop thinking this? I don't right. think you need to stop thinking it. Right. I think you will stop thinking it when you understand why. Right. And to do that, you have to be a little introspective. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's early on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> that's a lot, asking yeah. a lot out of another human. Mm-hmm. So take your time and, like, be gentle with yourself. Right. But, like, it doesn't make you a bad person to mm-hmm. think back. Totally. It doesn't. It makes you, like... And 
I found myself, like, I feel like during the pandemic, and I maybe this is going to come up in every episode and for the rest of my life every day, <laughs> just like we talk about 9-11, you know, yeah. in some way. But I found myself sometimes being on long bike rides and thinking, like, sort of like just going over things in my life. And I think that that was partially, I mean, that there was not much else going on. And I didn't have much, I don't know what, I actually don't know what it was, but I really had this experience of like remembering stuff and almost like just thinking about it and um and that's okay like your life is the text for who you are so if you want to think about it and like try to think about try but just try to think about it critically try to remove yourself too much emotionally from judging yourself for how you feel because um it's it's okay. It's okay to feel anything. You know, your your brain is just trying to make um, some sort of order out of the chaos of life. So, yeah, be gentle with yourself and try to then take some time to actually think about what it is that might be deeply bugging you. <laughs> and I will also say, possibly a hot take, you'll Ooh. let me know, that just because... Your life is good mm-hmm. um, because you can look at it and say, you know, it checks these boxes. I guess this is what I mean when I talk about how I feel like a lot of adults lose their whimsy or start mm-hmm. to judge other adults who engage in things, who seek joy. Right. Just because it checks off some boxes of being mm-hmm. great doesn't necessarily mean it's great for you. And if it is great for you, yeah. then great. I mean, this right. has to be part of your rumination process. But like... Just because something looks really good or has checked off some boxes that you told yourself are important, like we are all ever-changing beings. I'm not suggesting you blow up your life. I'm not mm-hmm. suggesting you leave your family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like... Or even call this person. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't call I'm, this person. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not <laughs> suggesting you do that. Yeah. I'm not the one to give the solid advice mm-hmm. here, but it does, it's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> but um, I just mean to take stock of your life and look at it is important. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of feel like when somebody's like, I have a wonderful life. Yeah. I'm like, do you? Do you? Yeah. I hope you, I really hope yeah, you do. I totally. genuinely hope that you do. Mm-hmm. But wonderful to you and wonderful to me, mm-hmm. two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're feeling these feelings and it's deeper than just like a surface, you know, kind of thought that you had that now you're ruminating about and you can't stop thinking about yeah. and then you feel bad about and then you kind of spiral. Right. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's, Maybe you're feeling unrest in your life and you have to talk right. to the people that you love about that because totally. they would want to know and they would mm-hmm. want to fix it because right. that's what people who love you want to do. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, even if things seem great, when you look at your insides, mm-hmm. you decide, this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Right. And that's okay too. And you know what? I think like that is probably a lot of the time the experience you know like we have this idea when we're younger about what it's going to be to be an adult what it's Mm going to be to have a family even and like um and then you wake up and you're like this isn't exactly that you know it's something completely different so if you can also remove yourself from the expectations that you had and try to see I like Destiny's idea about like looking for gratitude and just allowing yourself to think about the things you love. And also, I don't know if I'll put this in the columns. I feel like now we have a lot of advice for this person that mm-hmm. we don't know really much about. But I, I, do, I like what you're saying about, like, 
I think what you're right about adults losing some of their whimsy and um, especially, you know, adults like with families and all, and jobs and like all these things that they, they're going, going, going all the time. And you're right. It's like, oh, look, all the boxes are checked. But maybe you're forgetting um, like the box that makes you really feel happy. And it can be lots of different things. Um, it doesn't have to be drawing rainbows on your face. It doesn't it have to be, be going on a bike face. ride. Yeah. It can be sitting talking to friends, talking to friends, sitting in a face mask in a quiet room by yourself. Like right. there are so many things that you can do to nourish yourself that I feel mm-hmm. like society tells adults they're not supposed to take time right. to do. Like yeah. you, we work in an, in a hustle culture that mm-hmm. can make us forget our identities mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, um, in favor of becoming the adult. Like an adult right. is like this monolith that stands for mm-hmm. all adults. Yeah. And that can be really challenging. It can be challenging to press back against those expectations in your mind as well and engage in things that really bring you joy. If coloring brings you joy, do it. If, you know what I mean? And if that means you get to do it with your kids, great. I don't know if you have, I don't know if stuck has kids or whatever. You know, like engaging in things that truly make you happy can also make you feel unstuck because I think we get into this pattern where we don't engage in those things and then we feel so starved for joy and we yeah. don't even know why because it wasn't conscious. Right. And I think that that is also another way that we can feel stuck. And so, mm-hmm. like you were saying, looking to this past relationship mm-hmm. for an escape right. in your mind. It feels like a look for an escape mm-hmm. and like a fantasy. And yeah, maybe um, what is what is something that you love to do? Mm-hmm. And I remember when I had a really little kid and was really busy all the time. I mean, I'm still busy all the time. She's <laughs> a little less little. Um, but I remember talking to another mom of a kid that, that about the same age, and we were saying to each other, like, oh, my gosh, I get to take a shower today. And then maybe I said that, and the other person was like, taking a shower is not self-care. I mean, it is self-care, but that's not enough of a break. you know. And when you have little kids, sometimes... It feels like I can't even. I don't even have the time to take a shower. So I would would like to give this person permission to like let the dishes be dirty at night and do something that actually brings you um, joy. That isn't a household chore. Isn't you know maintaining <laughs> everything. You know dishes in the sink one night is okay. Like go talk to a friend you haven't talked to for a while. I found I've found in my life like. I really need this, like this, talking to somebody, talking to someone face-to-face in the real world about things that matter or things that don't matter, Mm -hmm. to be fair. Like, we can just talk about anything with somebody that you care about who loves you um, that you don't see all the time. Mm -hmm. And, like, for me, that's what I need. It's so funny that you mentioned that, that... Shout out to that person that told you that taking a shower isn't self-care because that person was correct. Yeah. Um, and I think it definitely speaks to, I mean, there are many different ways, there are many different ways we can feel stuck in our lives, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not going to presume to understand exactly how stuck feels stuck. Right. Um, but I, I had to have this conversation with my mom. I don't have any kids, so my experience <laughs> of motherhood is, is just being a child, right? So I don't have I don't have that same experience. But my mom was a young single mom, and it's been a really interesting experience becoming an adult um, and watching the ways that she had to sacrifice that I now don't have to sacrifice um, because I don't have a, a young kid. Um, and I have to 
tell her things like that all the time, that like morality is not tied to how clean your house is. Right. Um, how many dishes are in your sink? Mm-hmm. When the last time you scrubbed your toilet was? I'm not suggesting that you let everything go to pot, but I right. just mean like it's okay to do something that fills you with joy that maybe doesn't have a purpose. Right. It's okay to have frivolous conversations with the people that you love in your life. Right. It's okay to stop and take a breath and analyze why you feel stuck. Right. Um, in fact, I think we sh- should do that if yeah. that's how we're feeling, you know? And, and I just think it's, I think, like you said, you know, I want to let this person know that they can do the things they want to do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I hope that you can find the time in yourself uh, to do those types of things because... Feeling stuck is not is a bad feeling. Yeah. I know we can all relate to it, right. but it's just like And it's okay to it's feel bad, but like I think that I guess I think that when you feel something, you really need to like engage with it critically. And mm-hmm. and not not just like let it be the truth, but just let it let yourself let yourself have the feeling and figure out you, I mean you maybe won't be able to figure it out, but at least what is the information it's giving you? And um yeah, I think especially women and mothers might get into this space where, you know, we're it's so encouraged in our culture to just completely give everything of yourself. You know, like all the time. Like being a mother is sacrifice. And if you aren't sacrificing every bit of yourself, you're somehow a bad mother or a bad woman, you know. Um, and to be fair, that does feel like prison, you know. Uh, so... If you are doing that, and I don't know if this person is a parent or who this person is. Maybe I'm just talking about myself now. <laughs> um, and I, like, don't do that. <laughs> but, but it's, you know, we ha- you have to, I think to be a good spouse, to be a good friend, to be a good mother, you have to take care of yourself. And the full-on martyrdom um, that some people get into, you know, it is within your power to say, I'm not going to do that anymore. You know, like, mm-hmm. sometimes we take, we disempower ourselves by acting like we have no choice and that, um, I don't know, we had kids, so we have to do this. I mean, you are doing it. You can still do it without totally diminishing yourself, the things you love, the person you are. You can be, it. it just takes being conscious of what you're doing. If you're totally sublimating yourself, um, I don't think that really makes you a great mom, personally, or a great spouse, or a great friend. And I've seen people, lots of people do this. Um, and I don't think, I don't think it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there was a, something on TikTok. Oh, it must have, I, I don't remember, Jessica Valenti or somebody was talking about like all the, like so many, um, funerals for older women where they just talk about like how this woman gave everything to her family and all this stuff and I was thinking you know I'm so glad I went to funerals for my grandmas and that is not what I said about them (laughs) and good good for them you know that like at your funeral at my funeral I want people to say I was a good mother for sure for absolutely sure but I also want them to talk about other things yeah and I um I also think it's worth saying, like, you should trust yourself a little bit and trust that the decisions that you made for yourself, whether you would make the same decision standing where you are right now, 
you made that decision for some reason at the place that you were when you made that decision, Mm -hmm. it was best for you. Right. And so you have to trust that like the previous versions of yourself are looking out for yourself now, Mm -hmm. just like you now will look out for your future self. Right. And so it's great that you understand that this isn't a good idea. Mm -hmm. This being calling calling, <laughs> calling the somebody. other person yeah. out of the blue. That you haven't talked to in a really long time. Yeah. For a reason. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, just trust that you did the right thing for yourself and you're in the right place now. Mm-hmm. Um, and trust that if you feel like you aren't in the place you want to be, that you can make the decisions. Right. You do have the autonomy to make mm-hmm. the decisions to have the life that you ultimately want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, within reason, this person sounds like a reasonable person. Right. You know, like... Shout out to Stuck. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that you are looking at this from all angles, even in the short question right. that you sent, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, just just be kind to yourself and be mm-hmm. patient and... Right. You know, be it'll, kind it'll to be yourself, okay. I think is really... Yeah, it'll be okay. That's Maybe sometimes we, like, need, we need someone to tell us, like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, and it's okay that you feel that way. Right. I need people to tell me that a lot. Me too. I seek that out. I will just tell somebody how I feel. I don't, I'm not having you, I don't want you to solve my problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for you to commiserate. I'm not looking to bring you down. I just need you to tell me it's okay that you feel that way. Right. Because sometimes when we have big feelings, particularly mm-hmm. as adults, it can mm-hmm. feel incorrect. Right. It, it feels overdramatic or, like, you know, it, it, we just... We don't like to talk about our feelings mm-hmm. out in the world, and right. so then it leaves us as individuals sitting like, oh, I'm weird for feeling this way. Right. You're not weird for feeling that way, Stuck. Let me tell you, yeah. you're not weird for feeling you're that way. You're not, and also I think that brings up another good point. Like, if you have a good friend, talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes talking or even your partner, you know, like mm-hmm. you should be able to talk to your partner. I understand maybe this isn't the exact thing you want to, but whatever, you know, like you can talk to your partner about whatever. Yeah, it's not like you're, you're like, I want to call them up to rekindle this relationship. Right. You should be able to talk to somebody. You should You should be able to talk to your partner yeah. about somebody from your past, about mm-hmm. wanting to see how they are or reach right, out to yeah. them and it not being yeah. a big deal. But anyway, yeah, that's a whole different issue. Find, yeah, right. <laughs> if you find someone you want to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. But I, because I think, um, I remember when I was little, I used to have like bad dreams. And my mm-hmm. mom um, would tell me like, just tell me what it was about. And you will feel better. And um, as hard as that even then was sometimes, there were some dreams that I was like, this is too awful. I, this is like a complete different thing. But I was convinced I was pregnant from when I was like three to like six. But I knew I couldn't be pregnant. It's a whole, my mom was a nurse midwife, so I knew really early about all the mechanisms of it. Um, But I would have like dreams about, I could, I never told my parents about it. Because I was like, this is the most humiliating awful thing and that's advice I would give my three-year-old self tell your mom and dad because they will be able to put it in context and explain in a way that hopefully they will you know because they they don't have a three-year-old brain Mm -hmm. they don't understand but um since I was a little kid I found that like when you can talk to somebody about what it is that's making you feel bad you feel better Though it can be hard because sometimes the thing you're thinking is like, whether you're three or eight or whatever it is, you think this is the worst thing a human being has ever thought in their life. I'm a bad person. I'm a terrible person for thinking this. And um, I don't want anyone to know what a monster I am. I think even when you're an adult, you can feel that way sometimes. hundred percent. You know, like anxiety, not logical. No. Uh, I don't know if you suffer from anxiety stuck. I, I mm. hope that you don't, you know, or maybe <laughs> just have the garden variety, not a severe variety. Yeah. But like ruminating on this kind of thought, 
um, and they said an obsessive loop right. kind of tells me that there's maybe like an anxiety play here yeah. and like it's it's okay like I, this is going to sound really flippant mm-hmm. and I don't mean it to be flippant mm-hmm. there is no unique human experience totally your friends mm-hmm. have felt exactly how, how right. you felt you know the person that you see yourself the most in mm-hmm. has probably can probably relate to this in a way that will make you feel so light and so right. seen and so much better like just yeah. reach out like right. I think that's I yeah. think that is amazing advice yeah. Lizzie. Yeah. I mean this is what she does for a living but I think like this but, is why we have to talk about it because I'm like I do think you know finding it's it's so crazy really that having someone just hear you and be like yeah that's an okay way to feel is so powerful um it can it can just disarm really these like terrifying thoughts and um that were tormenting you <laughs> and you know and which is crazy it's, it's not crazy crazy is the wrong word it's just like it's amazing really i guess it points to the fact that we are a social species and we need each other and um yeah no matter what you're thinking someone has thought it before yeah and when you go to people that you trust, mm-hmm. you know, with these types of things, you let them know that they can come to you with these types right. of things, too. Mm-hmm. And, and that reciprocation can be, like, life-saving. It can right. be really, you know, make a huge difference in how you're feeling and, mm-hmm. you know, what you feel um, you can share and be vulnerable about. And that yeah. can only serve to make you a better person right. and strengthen whatever relationship you happen to be, you know, giving that time to, whether mm-hmm. it's your best friend or your partner or your mom or whoever. Um, and I think that's that's really, really important. I think that's kind of the mechanism of advice. Yeah. Um, but you also don't have to share things in seeking advice. Totally. You know, like you can just have someone bear witness to your emotions. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you know, one thing you might think about if you're scared to talk to someone about this, is how would you react to a friend coming to you with this exact problem? You would be so kind, don't you think? Like, if if you were the one who was hearing it, not the one who was saying, I feel like this, you would, what would you tell yourself? What would you tell your friend? You know, um, you wouldn't judge them. If you're a real friend, you wouldn't. There's very little, in fact, that you would be judgmental about mm-hmm. to someone you love and you should we shouldn't be judgmental of anyone but you know like someone coming to you earnestly and honestly um yeah think about it in that way a little bit and then you might feel a little less scared to talk to somebody else i think that's always solid advice to treat yourself like you would treat your best friend right. i have to think about that a lot oh, my best hard. friend's name is annie, Shout <laughs> out to annie. i love her so much mm-hmm. she's the person i go to with all of my things and sometimes even though she is an incredibly gracious and lovely person, mm-hmm. I still feel like, oh, I don't want to burden them. You right. know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. want to burden their life. They have their own things going on. But then I was like, if they came to me right. and said, here's what's going on, right. I would drop everything because I love them and I yeah. care about them. Yeah. And I know that it's the same. And you'd never you know. be like, well, you're a bad person. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and, and so yeah. often I find myself, even sometimes when I'm, being a little negative, like about my body or my mm-hmm. face or something, I'm like Annie would never say that to me. Right. Annie would be mad if if, if somebody they heard me to you talks like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you should maybe think about that too. I, I truly, Lizzie, I think that's always solid advice. Like think about yeah. 
the way that your best friend would treat you and try and treat yourself like that, yeah. especially when you're having thoughts like these, like, mm-hmm. why can't I stop thinking like this? Or mm-hmm. why can't mm-hmm. I just focus on, like, what's good in my life? Mm-hmm. Like, what would your best friend say to you? They'd say, right. be nice to yourself. Be like, nice, yeah. We're all just going through it. Right. And honestly, the more you try not to think about something, the more you're going to think about it. So Truly. you might as well just, like, experience it, talk to somebody that you trust, and know that it will pass. Mm-hmm. I'm also a big fan of um, filling rumination time with things. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm a crocheter. Mm-hmm. Was that idle hands do the devil's work? Right. My hands never idle. Full of purple tunnel, but not idle. <laughs> well, that's why I say, you know, I used to like think a lot while I was on bike rides. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sometimes to really get into it with yourself, you have to make your body busy so your mind can do some just some thinking or just some some time on its own. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's I I find more often too like. It's good to just distract yourself when you have those thoughts that you mm-hmm. think are obsessive that you don't really want to deal with anymore mm-hmm. in a benign way right. to distract yourself. Like, obviously, you need to sit with it and feel it and think it. Mm-hmm. But, like, at, at some point, you've done the thinking, right. you've done the ruminating, and now it's just there. Yeah. So sometimes just filling the space, mm-hmm. again, with things that make you feel like this is the life you want to live, whether that's, like, taking time to read or mm-hmm. taking your kids to do whatever, you know, mm-hmm. to OMSI if you can afford it, or to the park if you <laughs> can't, or, yeah. you know, like, whatever. Like, yeah. getting together with friends you haven't seen in a long time, these yeah. things that nourish you right. um, in a way. Yeah, maybe yeah. part of you is um, is not, is not needs that extra nourishment. Mm-hmm. And I also, what I do when I get in an obsessive loop is I remember that when I was three, I thought I was pregnant for three years. <laughs> and... I felt at the time like that was the most horrifying thing oh, in the world. So you know sad. what I mean? It is yeah. kind of sad. I wasn't like my life was a nightmare. No, like no, that, no. But you know what I mean? Like, it is something that really bothered me yeah, when I like was three. Just little kids with anxiety yeah, is sad. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember that I don't have that fear anymore. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like that it passed and I got past it. And um, every other thing like that in my life, and there have been multiple, at least mm-hmm. many. We could say many. Yesterday I said something about a few, and one was like, a few is three, by the way. My three-and-a-half-year-old. I know, that's why I'm always like, you made she's super smart. Way. I got to f- make sure she doesn't think she's pregnant for three <laughs> years. <laughs> um, but anyway, what I'm saying is that, like, remember that you have gotten over this before. You probably have. You've probably dealt like, with something like this before. One thing I always, like, whenever I'm, like, I know a 15-year-old going through their first heartbreak or something like that, I'm always like... I love you, and I know this is really sad, but just so you know, this is practice for the absolute rest of your life. So, you know, this is just practice. It's all practice mm-hmm. for doing it again and again and again. <laughs> yeah, it's all part of being a people. Yeah. Nobody signed up for it, but here we are. We all are here. And so, so Stuck, absolute shout-out to you. <laughs> right. I think we've all felt this <laughs> same way, whether it yep. be about a person or about a choice that we've made in our life. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that... This is the life that you got. Yep. And you get to choose where it goes. Yep. You get to you get to keep going forward if we're lucky for as long as we get to keep going forward and yeah. I think it's it's hard to remember every single second of every single day, so you can't, but right now maybe you can just think for a second and remember like it's a gift. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I get to be here right now. And um, I don't know if I'm gonna be here tomorrow, so this is this is the moment that we've got, so we might as well enjoy it. Yeah. I think you're right. 
I think that was solid advice giving. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. It really helped me. This is what I love about this podcast, Destiny, is that we get to like work it out together. I, I love to help. Um, one of my favorite hobbies. And helping. Helping. <laughs> and um, being useful, really. Okay. Well. And um, I think that this was a good one because mm-hmm. I think it's something that um, everybody can relate to. Right. And uh, we kind of talked a little bit about how some people can think advice is really, like, non-serious. Mm-hmm. So, like, I talked a little bit uh, recently on my TikTok about the history of gossip, which we might talk mm-hmm. about at some oh, point, yeah, which was basically just, like, how women communicated and how news moved through communities. And then it was demonized by men because it was seen as, like, something that women were doing that was mm-hmm. harmful. Anyway. Um, Classic men. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think <laughs> advice, and you know, advice columns and advice content can also seem sort of, like... I don't know, just some people might turn their nose about it. But I I think if you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to, <laughs> this is this is how you talk to people. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Is is getting advice from an unrelated party or mm-hmm. you know, just reaching out so somebody can yeah. be like, Yes, Duck, you know what, I see you, I honor what you're saying and we've been there. Right. We've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah, which, you know, I think that leads us to, we want to hear from you. Heck, yes, we, like, we do. We absolutely, um, you, we want this to be a conversation. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a conversation between me and Destiny and guests, when, you know, when we figure out how soon, to get. Soon, yes. Soon, we're just, we got to figure out a microphone thing and where it's okay. Do we we're have another chair? It. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But um, we've got some cool people that we want to talk to as well. But you, you, we want to talk to you um, and in that vein we have this thing where you can actually text me um and i will respond it's just it, we have it costs money <laughs> i'm gonna say that uh-huh. it costs, it costs a, 3.99 there's but, a 14 day free trial right. mm-hmm. and you can just it's literally just like you texting me and i'm going to text you back personally me um so if you want to get in on that you text the word advice a d v i c e to 503-751-8731 and then just click the link and subscribe and we'll I'll also have like a link to that I think in the show notes and on our new website well it's a web page it's mm-hmm. not, yeah. a landing page a landing but page yeah. oregonlive.com slash why though Y-T-H-O. You have no idea how many times I even write who, though, instead of why, though. <laughs> because it just looks good, even though it doesn't make like, sense. Sometimes when your fingers are flying on the keyboard, <laughs> I do stupid stuff. Yeah, like, who, though? Who, though? Me. You're, you're talking to me, Lizzie uh-huh, Acker. Lizzie Acker. And, um, and when you text Lizzie, I mean, I'll be able to see them, too. Right. You know, yeah. but she'll be texting you back. She's the one you want the advice from. When you text her she's literally going to text you back literally. i know she said that but like for real it's not a bot yeah, it's yeah. not just sending you stuff that we've already yeah. pre-written it's for real lizzie's you. looking at it she's yeah. using her brain and texting mm-hmm. me back um but also we would like to in the future sort of solicit questions from people or ask for reader responses from some of her columns that come yeah. out um every tuesday on organlive.com organlive.com slash why the and also like we want you we want sometimes i'm going to ask if I get a tricky question or I would like to get everyone yes. else's advice, um, that definitely happens sometimes where I'm like, you know what? I want to crowdsource this answer mm-hmm. because um, I don't know. Not yeah. that I know anything. I but. mean, we're two women who work in journalism, though we are at different ages and in different mm-hmm. life spots. So that does offer unique advice. But there are many unique people in the world. Right. And we would love to hear from you and what your advice right. is and like 
you know, all that stuff. So, like, please, this is a, an open forum. We want to chat with you, and we'll talk about you on the show. Right. To whatever extent you want us to. And honestly, if you just want to, like, tell me that you're having a bad day or you're, like, you're feeling some weird feelings and you just want someone to say, hey, I hear you. That sucks. I can also do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you if you want to text me and just say, oh, this is off the record, by the way. I just really want to run this by someone. One of my favorite things about this advice column since I've started running it is that this, this is the thing that makes me feel best about the column. Like, I'm, maybe I'm doing an okay job. People that I know and love will not infrequently ask me for my advice yes. and they're like, this isn't for the column. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want you to write this down. I just want you to give me advice about this thing, which makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm available for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, as ever, um, we're interested in your gossip. You look gossip. into somebody to gossip with in a safe space, that's the safe space to gossip mm -hmm. with us. Uh, we love gossip. Mm -hmm. If I have any non-incriminating um, gossip, I'll share it with Lizzie and she can share it with you. My <laughs> life is really boring, so it's going to be like, my dog didn't finish his breakfast this oh, morning. Um, so disrespectful. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> but Mine yeah. will be like, yeah, it'll just be like, Nona told me today, I'm not her best friend anymore. Wow. Wow. At least it's she didn't right. call you a bad guy. Oof. She has, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yes. Text the word advice mm -hmm. um, to 503-751-8731 to get a hold of the Lizzie Acker. That's me. I'm yeah. Lizzie Acker. But great advice giving today. Yay! We, we want to hear from you in case we didn't make that abundantly clear by talking about yeah. it a bunch. Um, but please, reach out. and um, You can also email me at lacker at oregonian.com, L-A-C-K-E. R, which is like slacker with no S mm -hmm. at Oregonian.com. And I'm at djohnson at Oregonian.com if you need me for any reason. You can get a hold of me to get a hold of Lizzie also. If you have a question for her and for some reason forgot her email. Yeah. You can also like tweet us, TikTok us. Absolutely. My Instagram's private because I have a kid, but you know. That's very fair. Um, <laughs> we, all that stuff will be in the show notes. So in the description of this episode, we can't wait to hear from you. And thank you so much, Lizzie, for giving some solid advice today. Thank you for giving, helping me give this solid advice. You really gave me some good ideas and I'm going to write this up and this is going to be next week's column. And by next week, I mean next week after this airs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. stay tuned for that on the following so Tuesday. Tuesday yep. yep, today's Thursday. It'll come out on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And we will see you guys again next week, next Thursday. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Good luck. Thanks for listening to Why Though? The Podcast. Subscribe for weekly episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. If you're looking for more why, though, check out my column that comes out every Tuesday on OregonLive.com. You can go to OregonLive.com slash why, though, W-H-Y-T-H-O for everything why, though. And you can support our local journalism by going to OregonLive.com slash pod support.